Welcome to the Gardener's World magazine Sew Along series, the podcast that inspires you to grow more from seed. Hi, I'm Oliver Parsons, horticultural sub-editor on BBC Gardener's World magazine. One of my favourite plants to grow ever is Isolcia californica, or to call it by its common name, the California poppy. But weirdly, it's not a plant that I've been growing for very long. I first got to know Isolcia during the first lockdown when, like a lot of gardeners, I was rifling through my seed tin wondering what to get started with for Easter sowing, and this old packet of seed caught my eye. It had come into my possession somehow, and the picture on the front looked completely irresistible, so, puzzled that I'd never sown it before, I set to work sowing myself a batch. Being an idiot, I completely failed to read any of the instructions on the panic and sowed them in a module tray, two or three seeds to a module. Only now do I know that this is absolutely not the way to sow this particular plant, more of this later, but they all came up and soon I had 12 healthy-looking seedlings to plant out in my garden. Having failed at the first hurdle of sowing them properly, I also later found that I was failing at the second hurdle of transplanting them, because while my garden is on the heaviest of rich, moisture-retentive London clays, this is a plant that thrives on poor, dry soils in hot, sunny climates, like that of California or northern Mexico. Yet somehow they grew spectacularly well with fine, deeply divided, pale green foliage. The best bit with this plant is how the flowers form. In early summer, the papery buds start to appear, looking a lot like tall green witches' hats. These hats then fall away to reveal a perfect flower, in the case of this variety in a rich apricot hue. At first tightly wrapped up, looking rather like a candle flame, but later opening out to form a loose, open goblet-shaped single flower that the bees seem to love. And while a lot of plants are at their best in shelter conditions, these incredibly light flowers look best with some wind blowing through them, animating the whole scene. That summer they were the plant of the year for me, brightening up the garden, adding movement and attracting huge numbers of pollinators. And best of all, despite officially being annuals, many of the larger plants survived winter and made a second showing the next summer. I guess I have mild London winters to thank for that. But I think perhaps I'd only been seeing California poppies at half their best, because in 2022, with the incredibly hot, dry early summer that we had, they were on another level altogether. They grew incredibly fast and flowered in a frenzy of hot yellow, producing more and more flowers and setting seed in their long, lance-like seed pods way quicker than I could reasonably do any deadheading. I'd read before that they were eager self-seeders, but I hadn't really seen it for myself. I went on holiday in early August, and when I came back there was a carpet of seedlings emerging all over my beds and even on the paths of my allotment. I guess near Californian conditions are always going to be what you need to bring the best out of a plant with the word California in the name. Much like we are used to seeing certain plants growing happily in waste ground in the UK, I'm thinking of nettles, brambles and bindweed, Ischoltzia pop up all over roadside verges and in unused building plots in California. It's hard to imagine, but there must be some people in the world for whom this is a weed. And like a lot of self-seeders, when it comes to sowing California poppies, you really are better off just sowing direct. Not just in one location, but in a few different open, sunny and dryish spots all over the place. Any seed that falls in a place where it wants to grow will surely grow, and hopefully set seed for you nearby next year. If you're worried that your soil is too rich and holds on to too much moisture, it can also be worth digging in a couple of buckets of grit where you'd like to see it grow. This will help to get your growing medium that bit closer to the Hollywood conditions that this plant so loves. 
You can definitely sow seed the way I did that first time around, modules, dibbers and all, but the roots hate the disturbance that this involves, and it will often set the plant back, putting it into a mutinous sulk. So why bother? Which brings me to saving seed. All you have to do is snip off a few lance-like seed pods when they've hardened up. If in doubt as to when they're ready, just do this a few times over a period of weeks. Or the other approach is just to let them do their thing, flower away like crazy, and then set a ton of seed all over the garden. They will do all the work for you. It's definitely my kind of gardening. Thanks for listening to Sew Along, and we hope you're inspired to give seed sowing a go. Find out more about it at gardenersworld.com forward slash podcast. Subscribe now to never miss an episode and rate us in your podcast provider app. See you next time.